0: Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Sennepadaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack and we'll get started. Today I have raspberry ganache black tea. Yes, it is as good as it sounds. Um, It tastes like, like a fresh raspberry in tea with a little bit of a chocolate note. Yum, yum, yum. And I have fudge made from a friend that I've had since I was very little She's actually more of a mom and she brought us over fudge yesterday and dropped it at our door. So yay for fudge. So let's get real. Let's talk a little bit about my health. Yes, I've missed a couple episodes and I am back and no fever. I have a voice. Things are going really well. Um, I'm a little weak and tired, but that is not going to stop me. So I want to talk a little bit about things that kind of define who you are at Christmas time. So my husband has a tradition every single year to watch the last five minutes of It's a Wonderful Life and the last, I, I think it's five minutes of Christmas Carol. It is a tradition. That's all he watches of those movies. <laughs> Because he doesn't like sadness. He just likes the end. So we watch the end of those. My daughter and I also have traditions when it comes to movies. There are two that I really try not to miss every year. One of them is The Star. If you have not seen it, I cry every single time at the end. Like, I know Jesus is born. And I love the story. It is a story told by the perspective of the donkey, it's a cartoon. And you're like, I'm too old for cartoons. No, you're not. It is a movie that just has really defined me as a person that I realize that I'm a bigger part of the picture because God put me here. And so it just reminds me of that every single time the donkey has no idea how important he is in God's plan until the end. And I just feel like for me, that has been A great definer that I don't know how important I am in God's plan, but eventually he will show me and I just need to be obedient and do what I'm supposed to do. But the other one is not a Christian movie and we have been watching it since my daughter was very little. In fact, Curious George has been a huge part of our lives um, she got a Curious George when she was born, it became our favorite animal, it has traveled all over the world, he no longer travels with us, because now we're too old, but he, we watched all of his shows when we were little, and one of his shows, movies, is Merry Christmas Curious George, I think it is, I'm not 100% sure, I call it Christmas Monkey, I know that's not the actual movie, um, but that's what I call it. And so this year, we actually watched it on the plane home from Belgium. My daughter, 16 years old, and me, 47, sat in the airplane and watched Christmas Monkey. I danced and sang. And my daughter was humiliated. It was great. It was just a fun time. Um, but it is such an interesting show, Curious George, because Curious George has teaches a lot of great lessons. And so we have used him throughout our lives as like, do you remember when this happened for George? And, you know, like, let's use some logic here because George doesn't use logic. So let's use the logic that George should have used. And so... We have used teaching moments from him throughout her, even a, even teen life, and she just rolls her eyes sometimes like, please, can we not talk about Curious George? We no longer watch him, except for the Christmas movie, because it's nostalgic. But one of the things about this movie has really kind of crept into who I've become um, as a Christmas person. So Christmas can be very overwhelming. It is a season, not a day, is what people call it. I actually think every holiday is kind of a season. When it comes to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is not just a day for me. It is the whole month of November. I think about um, being thankful all year long, and I eat all of November. It's great, but Christmas they we call it a season, and there are so many things that you have to do at Christmas time. And I have taken what happens on Merry Christmas, Curious George. I don't. I, I'm just going to call it Christmas Monkey from now on. Um, what happens on Christmas Monkey? So every single morning, right after Thanksgiving, George is up at five in the morning, jumping on the man with the yellow hat's bed. Now, let's just go back to the man with the yellow hat. This is a very strange character. All of a sudden there is a man, a single man who wears all yellow, who lives in a big city, probably New York, in an apartment that has a person at the door. So has a lot of money, owns a monkey who runs free reign all over the, (laughs) all over the city. He does not have a job and he has a second home in the country. This man is very unique and very interesting. Anyway, so every morning, (laughs) every morning, George wakes up excited that it's Christmas. And so what does the man with the yellow hat do? He decides to make an advent calendar and saying, this is when Christmas is. And until then, we're going to do activities and we're going to get ready for Christmas. Now... It is not a <laughs> not a novel thought. There is not many things in there that you're like, oh, wow, I've never thought of this before. But it has really impacted me. And it's kind of sad to say how much it's impacted me because the journey to Christmas is as important for me as the day of Christmas. What we do up till then is really important. And I want to talk a little bit about that with you because I... You know me, I hate maintenance. It is something I do not like. I do not like laundry. It makes me very cranky. Um, And Christmas can become that. Christmas can become a list of to-dos. It can become things that feel really overwhelming. You know, some people... Um, really enjoy certain things. Me nuts, I don't like monotony. I don't like to do the same thing over and over and over again. So what I have done in our lives is I try to keep things fresh and new. So for instance, I do. I never decorate my house the same way. Every single year, my house, is. I think it's adorable. Now, no one ever comes over to see it, but I think my house is adorable In fact, this year I was going to have people over for Christmas and I got too sick to have them over. So even this year, I don't have people to see my adorable decorations, but I never take a picture, even though every year I'm like, I want to duplicate this. I don't because I know the next year I'm going to put decorations in totally different spots. I never put the... Um, The tree kind of goes in the same spot every year because it's the only place it will fit. But everything else changes. Nativities are never in the same spot. Um, I, I decorate my daughter's bathroom every single year. And it's decorated completely different every year. Sometimes it's like lights and crazy stuff other times it's just a few stickers I've done I mean every year I do something different and I do that throughout the entire house that I try to make the decorations just different even when I bring all my old decorations that are here year-round I put them in different spots that is just kind of something that I love to do And so I started thinking about this. And at the end, I'm going to spoil Christmas monkey for you. So close your ears if you don't want to hear it and you want to watch the end. It's not a surprise ending. But at the end, George gives the man with the yellow hat a gift. And the gift is a picture of everything they did leading up to Christmas, all the Christmas memories that they made. And I just feel like every year... I'm a tradition person, I love traditions, I love to, like, this is what, you know, we've done, and I like to do it, but I like to do it with a new twist, and so I just love making memories, it is something that I just really enjoy, and so I started thinking about Christmas Monkey, and you're like, what does this have to do with my life, Jenny, you do not need to watch Christmas Monkey, I promise, maybe you should watch The Star, but not Christmas Monkey. But really, what this has to do with is we get so in the weeds, in monotony, in our Christian walk, and I talk about this quite a bit. But I wanted just—I wanted you to think about it as you were, as if you were Curious George, because he has no filter. He just does whatever kind of comes to him, and he is the naughtiest little monkey. But we get so caught up in. Our routines in our Christian walk, in our Bible reading, in the way we pray, in church, in volunteering, and even how we give. And I just wanted to encourage you to put on a creativity hat here. So we went to a drive through live nativity, and it was very simple. Um, good job to the church that did it, but it was like Mary Joseph and a plastic Jesus with a donkey. It was very simple. But the one thing they had was something that really challenged me once again. It was a reverse advent calendar. and it was 24 ways to give this Christmas. And it wasn't like give to the church, give to this ministry. There were some really unique, interesting things like donate Kleenex boxes to the church. So we have Kleenex at the end of the aisles. And I was like, that is super creative. Like I could donate a Chris I could donate a couple tissue boxes. Um, I was actually somewhere and I had a cold and I was like, oh, they do not have tissues here. Oh man, I should donate some tissues to this church. Anyway, but there was just some really creative ways of 24 ways of giving. And I think it's so important to even mix up the way you're giving and think of creative, creatively, (laughs) creatively. I got there ways to give your money beyond your tithe and offering to your church? Are there other places you can get involved? And um, even like giving to your neighbors is one of my favorite things to do every year. I try to do something creative for them. That is just, a, I'm thinking of you. It's not a lot of money. Back when Redbox was a thing, you could buy like a coupon and I got a a bag of popcorn, and I put a red box coupon so they could rent a movie and have a bag of popcorn. And that's what I gave them one year. It wasn't that much money, but it was fun. It was creative, and I got to know them a little bit better. And so just think about ways that you can give in a creative way. When you talk about going to church, it is so important to keep that fresh for you. Now, this is going to sound really weird, and you're like, Jenny you go to church because it's about the fellowship, right? Like that's what we say. But it can become a chore. It can be something that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this again. See the same people. You just kind of get in a rut sometimes. And so I think it's important to change it up. I don't mean change churches. I don't mean go to a different church every Sunday. I mean, Sometimes it's okay. In fact, we go to a big church down the road for Christmas time. My mother and father-in-law go there. My mother goes there. And we go there for Christmas. It is super funny when Sam was little, we'd check her in for kids church. And they'd be like, oh my goodness, you're here again. You were here last Christmas. They have no idea that we go to church any other time of the year. And it makes me giggle every time. But we go there for Christmas. And we love it because it's just something fresh and new. You could even do something wild, like change where you sit on Sundays, go to the other side of the sanctuary. It is like a whole new experience. I did that few months ago. And I was like, wow, I'm like in a totally different church. I cannot even believe that moving from part from one side of the church to the other makes me feel like I'm in a new church change it up, change how you're volunteering, change how you're reading your Bible, change how you're praying. Like, let's get creative in some of these fun ways, like Curious George did. It is about keeping things fresh and new and exciting. So I encourage you this Christmas season, if something like baking cookies is important to you, but it is really daunting and really frustrating. You have a couple options, guys. You do not need to make cookies. You can buy cookies. You can I mean, there are lots of places to buy them. You can find a friend who loves to bake and pay them. That way you're giving and getting cookies. Win-win. Um if you're that person that will cook hook, call me. I would love for you to bake my cookies this year. I will pay you. Um just anything to kind of change things up. It is important to make new memories and try new things and not feel like this is a have to. To make things fresh in your Christian walk is so important. That is my encouragement to you this season, to realize that Jesus came down to earth and became a human being to die on the cross for us and to be raised again so we could go to heaven and spend it with him what a miraculous time of the year we celebrate and it gets overwhelming and can be pushed to the side that part of it because everything else becomes so monotonous and so overwhelming and we have to do this and we need to see this person and we need to do this event and we need it's okay to skip things (laughs) it is okay to say this is draining i'm no longer gonna do it this i want to put something new and fresh on this going to a live nativity for me is something we've done every once in a blue moon and i just saw it on social media and thought this would be fun i wasn't feeling good i don't need to get out of the car that's like a win-win and it was just a new fresh take on christmas and we need to do that in our christian walk we need to do that in our everyday walk sometimes when you're taking a physical walk you're like, okay, I just cannot go down the same path today that I have done all year round, I'm going to change it up. And it's okay. It's okay to have traditions and it's also okay to change things up, try something new and see what happens. So that's my encouragement to you. I pray that you get excited again about the Christmas season and about your Christian walk and about going to church and giving and your Bible reading and your prayer life, your worship time, your volunteering. Switch it up. My husband, I came out this morning and he was listening to spanish worship music and i was like um and we don't speak spanish he's learning how to speak spanish but i was like way to switch up your worship time like keep it creative you've got to think a little bit more when it's in another language you have to think a little bit more about what you're doing switch it up make it exciting so that's my encouragement to you You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. I'm so excited for you to creatively think like Curious George. You know, he has no limits to what he's about to try because he is fearless. So maybe a little bit of that needs to seep into your life today and go, I'm going to take a new step in my Christian walk, in my Christmas season, and try something new. Have a great week.